0: Hello, and welcome to the Natural Traveling Moms Podcast. My name is Tina, and I am joined by my fabulous co host, Miss Pauline, who is fresh off the Prima. And we have a wonderful special guest who is no stranger to the podcast, Miss Courtney Lux from Mystical Dream Travel. And today we are talking about Norwegian Food Line's newest ship, the Prima. But first, before we get into that, we want to take a moment to thank the sponsors of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is an earmarked travel agency with Disney destinations. They specialize not only in Disney destinations, but cruise vacations, Europe, Caribbean destinations, and so much more. If you're ready to plan your vacation, be sure to reach out to the wonderful and fabulous agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. You can find them at Mystical Dream or check them out on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too find out their best kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. So hello ladies how are you today?
1: Hi Tina I am am good I'm missing
0: I'm missing my cruise vacation though. I, (laughs) I can imagine you are so before we dive into all the fun things that you guys got to enjoy on the Prima. First, we want to take a minute and introduce Courtney. She has been on our podcast before, but if you just want to give a quick little introduction to our audience, because it has been a while since you have joined us.
2: It has. I think the last time I was on, I was talking with Colleen about Disneyland.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: So I've been with the agency for two years now. I feel like it's officially two years, which is crazy. I'm based in Los Angeles. I'm the California agent and the resident Disneyland expert, I will say. And this cruise with Norwegian has been my second Norwegian cruise. And I'm hooked. You're
0: hooked. You're hooked. You're going on next year too, right? I'm on
2: on the what ship sorry are you going next year on a cruise oh i am next year i am i'm going to alaska so
0: Mm, it's nice once you cruise you get hooked
2: I'm hooked. I am I was telling Colleen, I was like, I think I want to do like a 10 day or 14 day cruise. And she was like, you're crazy. <laughs> <So> <laughs> no, I will stay here all day.
0: <laughs> I agree. I'm with you. I, I want to put, I want to do a transit cruise. Those are usually like 12 days because you have yeah. to go from the U.S. to the Europe. I think it'd be fun. So, all right, well, let's dive in to your recent trip on the Prima. So this was a, actually a special trip. It was a special preview that Miss Children Travel got invited to. It was a preview sailing out of New York, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. And Colleen and Courtney got to go. We're all so jealous because it looked fabulous. So just a few fun facts about the Prima. The Prima was built and it was finished in 2022. So it had its first sailing, which you guys were on one of the very first sailings that it did here in the U S it has 20 decks, which is huge. It only holds around 3000 passengers. And I was really shocked at that because it looks really big. So I was kind of expecting it to be more around the 5,000 passenger. I think it has a three level speedway. So. Race track at sea I mean you can't go wrong there and then it has some incredible slides which we're going to talk about Colleen's going to share her experience on one of them and then everyone's favorite it has some classic fun games like the price is right which that alone
1: should make you <laughs> literally want to go. the best part of the cruise I'm just gonna say yep.
0: this. this ship I mean the <laughs> ship just looks stunning it looks stunning so let's talk about it so let's start with you sailed out in New York City how was that did you like it did you like the port because most people when they sail they think of Florida right away don't realize there's other ports that you can actually go out of yes true and I had
1: previously only ever sailed out of Florida ports so <laughs> it was really intriguing and I thought it was so interesting when I first got you know got the invite to the cruise and saw so it was out of New York I started doing a little research like okay well where is the cruise port so Mm -hmm. I can book my hotel and it's like right in downtown like it's in Manhattan like and I I thought that was weird like I was like oh I really expected it to like really be in New Jersey or
0: something (laughs) well and I've sailed out of New Jersey before. So just right across the way. You yeah. Can yeah. Jersey. I was so, really yeah. shocked,
1: but I thought it was cool. I mean, I was, I mean, I love New York City. So any excuse to go to New York City was, I only wish that we'd had more time in New mm. York City, honestly. But just yeah. schedule wise, I couldn't go too early. But,
0: but you guys yeah, did some fun things, right?
2: Well, we, not really. <laughs> we had, so we had big plans, but we did. We had, our, my, my flight got delayed and then We also underestimated the uh, time it was going to take to get from the airports into the city. And it took, it was, it was a trek for sure, Um, but it's, Great for people that do want to come and stay like a couple days before. I mean, it's so centrally located. You could absolutely walk to a Broadway show from your hotel. You could do. You could see Times Square. There's so many great restaurants. And like a little pro tip for people doing transportation, Colleen was actually able to arrange transportation from the ship to the airport during our sailing and got a really great rate. Oh, it was maybe you way, way
1: cheaper than yeah. any other. Cause I had looked at how am I going to get from the airport to the hotel? Mm-hmm. And of course there's like Uber and Lyft and um, you could get a taxi or a private car obviously, but it, everything was very expensive. Even an Uber was going to be pretty pricey. So I actually opted to just do the subway, which was interesting to do the subway with a suitcase. Like I, ne- you know, <laughs> I've gone on the subway before, but I've never had to lug a suitcase with me. And go that far, like from I flew into JFK, but yeah, I, I was so excited. With Courtney spotted it like in our the cruise like planner we got every day, and she was like, "Oh, it says they'll do transfers back to the airport." I'm like, mm, "Let's go check that out." And it was mm-hmm. a really good price, you know. And it was just a bus. It was like a nice big bus, and you know, it's it's a long ways. It takes like 45 minutes, like to get oh wow to- okay yeah. I think mean, mostly because of traffic, but. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, is but that absolutely line, 100%?
1: That- I would have done that. I would, I would absolutely recommend doing that. It was way cheaper than any other option.
0: You did it through the cruise line then, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. went
1: to the guest services desk and they booked it for me right there. So, oh, that's
0: a good deal. Good tip, yeah. yeah. Good
1: tip. But, yeah. and I would say another tip is like, like Courtney was saying, if you are sailing out of New York City, it's totally worth going a couple of days beforehand so that you can really experience the city and maybe go to a show or at least go to Times Square and mm-hmm. go to Central Park or do something. Because the the day you travel, it was like there wasn't really a whole lot of time. We went out to dinner and it was lovely, but mm-hmm. that was all we really had time for.
2: Yeah. Well, and- <laughs> Sorry, if you are staying after, and you're going to like do some things after, because oh, I didn't really as, as Colleen. I actually took an Uber to a friend's house. And another tip is walk a few blocks away from the port because it's dead. And it's, I got an Uber within three minutes and there were so many people out there waiting. And, oh, wow. That's like,
0: good, a yeah. lot of kind
2: of like hustlers, like kind of like, do you need a cab? Do you need a cab? Which I just never know, like to if I'm going to trust those or not. So I just walked a few blocks. There was a gas station, got an Uber super quickly and was on my way and there was no crowds.
0: No, that is a good tip. That is a good tip. That is a very good tip. Cool. 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 All right. And the coolest part we we didn't even talk
1: about the coolest part out of New York city.
0: We talked about all the
1: like free stuff, but you sail by the statue of Liberty. Oh, I know that's amazing. Sail away and, and, I'm sure most cruises are like this because typically your cruise ship leaves port, you know, 5 PM ish, you know, mm-hmm. um, ours, I feel like was a little later, but it was sunset. It was perfect. It was like peak mm-hmm. sunset as we were sailing out of the city. And so that was beautiful. Like the, with the Statue of Liberty and the skyline of New Jersey and then of, 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 or of New York. And then the sunset in the background, um, it made some, for some really pretty pictures.
0: I did. I saw the pictures. They were gorgeous. They're absolutely gorgeous. So awesome. And so it's, so let's talk about the itinerary. So let's talk about the sailing. So this was a special preview sailing, but it is something, the destination that you guys went to is something that Norwegian does typically go to on other cruise lines. So share a little bit about where you went to.
2: Well, we went to Nova Scotia. Nice.
1: And we only had one stop, but I think Typically, other like when I've looked at other itineraries that Norwegian does out of New York to Canada, usually you'd have a couple of stops. Mm -hmm. But just because I think of the nature of our cruise and how short it was, we just had the one. So we went to Halifax and it was really cool. I'd never been there before.
2: Yeah. It was awesome. And the day that we went, Colleen had a friend actually that was kind of giving us all of the like inside tips for how I have a friend
1: who's from there. So she I asked her like, tell me all the things. <laughs> yeah.
2: And we got lucky because there was a farmer's market going on.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, and I think it only happens on... Saturdays. Saturdays. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it- only Saturdays. So we just happened to be there on the day that they had the farmer's market. But yeah, and I've liked Halifax a lot. Because it's very walkable, like you can Mm -hmm. easily just get off of the ship and walk around the town, you know, like you don't, there's a lot to see just right there in Mm -hmm. the city of Halifax.
2: Yeah, there's a pier walk, we walked kind of far ways down, there's a ton of eateries. Uh. The farmer's market was amazing. I convinced Colleen to buy all the things. <laughs> Courtney were- was <laughs> spending
1: all of my money. Like <laughs> ah, I'm not surprised. I'm not she surprised. She talked me into everything. I was like, oh, do I want this? She's like, yeah, you do. Of course you do. <laughs> like,
2: Colleen, come look at this. This is awesome. Yeah.
1: There was some amazing looking food. I was actually kind of wishing we hadn't had breakfast. Like, you know, I was like, "Wow, we could have gotten some cool food here for breakfast instead.
0: I saw some a video of you trying something a little bit spicy. Oh,
2: yeah, the hot honey. yeah. I, I made her do that.
0: <laughs> it
1: was funny. She was buying it. So she actually bought the hot honey. I'm assuming it was a
2: gift for someone. Yeah, well, for me. And then I got one for my brother. They had these little keychain hot honeys for you to take with you. But she
1: made me sample it. So I don't know.
0: (laughs) You didn't sample it, Courtney? No, because
2: it was super early in the morning. I think we'd eaten breakfast before. I was not, I was stuffed. What did we we do before we were stuffed? We
1: went to the local for breakfast that morning.
2: Yeah. And And so then we had a good breakfast and they had all this wonderful fresh home. They had pierogies, they had beautiful foods. And I was like, I'm stuffed. I cannot eat. I'm still
1: regretting that we didn't buy those pierogies. We thought about buying these like handmade, like she was frying them right in front of you, pierogies. And we did stop at her table, and Courtney was like, We could buy those and split them. And I was like, Yeah, but we were very full. Well, from, yeah. So, honestly, that would be my tip. If you go on a Saturday, do not eat breakfast on the ship. Go to the farmer's market. Go to the
0: farmer's
2: market.
0: I don't know how you pass the prunies because that's like a staple here in Pittsburgh. We're so full. And that's how. So, yeah, I would have had to <laughs> stop at least <laughs> one in
1: we did go to a very cute little pub and mm-hmm. had some fish and chips Ooh, okay. and some poutine. Actually, the chips were really, poutine. well, I had poutine. I don't think you got the poutine.
2: No, I'm, I didn't. I'm not a <laughs> what oh, is poutine
1: nerd My friend, my friend from Nova Scotia would actually say, I'm saying it's not poutine. It's poutine. That's how oh, you're supposed to say okay. it. It's poutine. Poutine. I know she's, yeah. like, she, cor- she corrects me and I'm like, I'm sorry. That's, we Fun. said poutine it's french fries with gravy and cheese curds on top oh
0: that sounds good
1: yeah. oh it's amazing I mean it's great it's gravy cheese fries basically yeah. like that's but yeah Courtney was good she didn't eat that. no but I,
2: I did the fish and chips and we had a local beer that was great I, I was like I could move here there was it was beautiful it was so beautiful
1: yeah. it was um, a really beautiful city yeah, yeah.
2: I would love to go things. back and have more time. to. Yes, because I was going to say a couple things that I think if we weren't, because we want to get back to the ship because mm-hmm. we want to really experience the ship. But I think if we were like just vacationing a couple of the good excursion options, the Titanic museum or the, was it the cemetery? Museum? There was
1: a museum and a cemetery.
2: So Halifax
1: yeah. was the closest port to where the Titanic sank. So uh-huh. the ships that went to try to rescue people actually left from Halifax, but of course they didn't find any survivors really, you know, like they mostly just collected bodies, uh-huh. kind of morbid, but so they actually it's have a real c- thing
2: on a cruise ship.
1: I know, right? <laughs> I know. Maybe not the best thing. I don't know. I, my family is like obsessed with the Titanic. So I, I, I wanted to go to it, but we really did try to just pack a little bit in and then get back on the ship. But then, so they have a cemetery with the, the, I think there's like 54 bodies, like then some of them, they don't even have the names, but then there's oh also a museum. So there's a little bit of Titanic history and lore in Halifax. And then there was Peggy's Cove that we almost did that, but it was 45 minutes away, you know, to, to drive the, and there was a bus, obviously that took mm-hmm. you and then it's a lighthouse on this really beautiful, like rock outcropping. And there's all kinds of fun stuff to do there, but we just felt time-wise we knew we were really there to experience the ship so we we didn't spend as much time at port as like Courtney said if we'd been on just a vacation we would have spent more time
0: well it's just all the more reason to take a vacation right and I mean I would
1: totally go back and do that cruise itinerary again like Mm -hmm. I thought it was really
2: cool
0: Nice, very nice so let's talk about a little stateroom so let's dive into some staterooms so they looked gorgeous. They looked amazing. So tell us a little, a little bit the stateroom that you had, the staterooms that you saw, and maybe a recommendation of where you would like to stay or recommend a family to stay. Ooh, that's a lot. A lot of questions there. <laughs> I know that's a lot of questions. If you want to I've start, article. Courtney?
2: I'll start. Well, I'll just start by just a general overview. So, we were told that the staterooms on the ship have 50% more space than nice. the other ships, which I think kind of what you were talking about earlier, Tina, with how large the ship looked. Mm-hmm. And it could technically probably hold more passengers, but they really were wanting to amplify guest experience so a lot of that space went into making the staterooms larger and then less guest count so you have a more intimate experience on the ship and not so much of a crowded feel Mm -hmm. Um, so we had an ocean view stateroom and i had only ever had a balcony because i'm just so like bougie like that (laughs) But so I was like, I wonder how this is going to be, but it was lovely. The porthole was actually so lovely. I got so many cool pictures mm-hmm. and videos just from that porthole. Cause you're just closer to ocean level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a lot of comments from people really loving that because a lot of the thing about cruising is like, you want to be, you're into the ocean and I love sea days, especially yes. you know? so it was really awesome to be able to just kind of look out and see, the room was gorgeous, light, big furniture, felt super spacious. I felt like it had a lot of storage and a lot of cool storage because the way the closets were set up, we each got our own closet. And I was looking at occupancy count for those ocean view rooms. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a double occupancy. So I don't think they're allowing three or four passengers in those. Oh. Yeah, I was
1: wondering if they had any where the sofa mm-hmm. became a bed. I am wondering that
2: too. But I, ours I, did not like our room was mm-hmm. definitely just for two but our was for two. two so yeah, yeah it was perfect you each have your own little closet and then an extra separate open closet that we put like coats and mm-hmm. bathrooms in. and then yeah I mean the bathroom was amazing the bathroom was so spacious walk-in shower that I mean I never felt like cramped in that shower at all oh, um, good. it was like a, a, a what the waterfall was great I mean it was just a really it was felt like a luxury room and it was mm-hmm. so, so I mean, definitely felt,
1: yeah, it definitely yeah. felt like, mm-hmm. like a higher end room category than yeah. just right. an ocean view stateroom. So mm-hmm. the bathroom in particular, I just have to say the bathroom was gorgeous. Like it's probably the nicest, most beautiful bathroom I've ever had on a, st- in a on a cruise in a stateroom. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I just really thought the design of the ship, clearly they put a lot of thought into it and it was functional, but beautiful. So it was like, there was nothing extra. There was nothing unnecessary and everything seemed to have a purpose, Mm -hmm. but it was also beautifully designed. So I I just, I can't say enough good things about it.
2: (laughs) And so many outlets too. I know a lot of people like are wondering about like where they're going to plug things in. We each had our little tables next to our beds, had USB plugs and like the littler What's the littler one called. Yeah, I
1: can't remember USB. the name of it, but it's the iPhone, the new iPhone ones, the smaller, Yeah. <laughs> I even had one of those and it was like in the lamp. And this is what I mean by oh, like nice. function and mm-hmm. just the design, it made sense. It was like these really cool looking lamps and then they had USB plugs in the lamps. But then also at the desk, there were multiple plugs and USB plugs. So there, there was just everything you needed, you know, was was designed in there some somehow.
0: Yeah. Very thoughtful, it sounds like. Yes. And the plugs, plugs is a big thing, especially yeah. with um, devices. <laughs> so that's like one of the biggest questions we always get asked. Absolutely. What's the plug situation like? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah.
1: No, it was, it was a beautiful room. And then we got to tour some other state rooms. We had several categories of state rooms available for us to look at, which was great. And we got to see a balcony, like a standard balcony, which honestly was exactly the same as our room. It okay. just had a balcony on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the balcony, one of the things we noticed the first day was that all the balcony chairs had
0: cushions,
1: which is That's, different.
0: Yeah, it is so very I've different. never seen that. Yeah, most of them are like a netting. There's some kind of netting, or they're metal, or yeah. Right,
1: exactly. Like they're not the most comfortable, you know. Yes. <laughs> like Fair, yeah. But these, of course, we didn't. I didn't sit in any of them. We looked mm-hmm. at them, but they looked really comfortable, and it kind of like made me feel more like old fashioned, like cruising. You know, like back mm-hmm. in the day where the staterooms would have these beautifully appointed furniture and cushioned mm-hmm. chairs, and the chairs themselves looked like they were like wicker or something, you know, and then they oh, had nice. the cushions. So it just gave it a little bit more of a higher class luxury feel I felt like, but the but the balcony stateroom was very nice. And absolutely. If you want a balcony that it was a great room. And I, they do have balcony staterooms where the sofa is a bed. So you okay. can have uh, yeah. some can do up to four. And then we also saw Uh, club level balcony room, which Mm -hmm. was a little bigger and also comes with a bunch of perks. So that's an interesting thing that Norwegian has. They have these, they have like several different tiers of staterooms, I feel like, but they have these club level rooms where you just get a little bit extra amenities and services, you know, and the rooms are like a little bigger and a little nicer than the standard ones. And my personal favorite was a family stateroom with a, with a master bedroom. So okay. it, it was amazing. Like I was definitely like, this is a stateroom that I would sail in with my family because you had a like a living room area with the sofa that became a double bed, but it was also large enough that my kids will not sleep together. I'm just going to say like, my kids will not sleep together. And so it's hard because a lot of times I like want to have two beds for them, mm-hmm. but someone just gave me the great idea that what I should do is I should pack a, a blow-up mattress, like a, just a oh, yes, size in
0: suitcase.
1: blow-up mattress that I could put in my suitcase and I could make another bed. This room was big enough that I could absolutely have room to put another bed on the floor for my difficult children who won't sleep together. But then there's the master bedroom with the king bed and mm-hmm. you can shut the door and had a beautiful, huge balcony and you could get to the balcony from the master bedroom or from the like living room area.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then that room, even this, it also, it wasn't like club level, but it came with like the additional perks and you got concierge service and Butler service. You got an espresso machine oh, that's in the nice. room, which is great. Cause that's very hard to find on a cruise. You don't usually have a coffee maker in your no, room. No, you don't.
0: That's not typical. And
1: so that was like a huge, I was like, that is what I need right there is <laughs> an espresso machine in my room. And then you had upgraded toiletries. Yeah. So all of the staterooms have like lotion and hand soap and shampoo and body wash. But those rooms, that they, they had La, La Oxetane. I think always think I'm going to say that wrong. But it sounds, it, I mean, it's like really, they smelled really great, mm-hmm. but that was probably my favorite stateroom. Well, that was my favorite stateroom that we toured that I have feasibly ever going to be able to book and stay in. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I do know you toured a very special stateroom. We did. In we a did. very special category.
1: We, we did. We got to get a little glimpse of how the other half lives and mm-hmm. we got into the Haven which is the most luxurious VIP area of the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was amazing. And Courtney gave me a little confidence to like hop on a tour that I really probably wasn't supposed to be on, but I just was nice and polite and they let me in and I got to tour an owner's suite, which was amazing. Like it was just mind-blowingly amazing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it can sleep up to eight people. It had a master bedroom with a walk-in closet that I swear was as big as our stateroom. And the bathroom was all marble and had a huge walk-in shower and a huge jetted tub. Mm -hmm. They had a jacuzzi on the deck. They had a dining area out on there. They had the balcony was like the whole corner of the ship. It was absolutely amazing. Like, I was like, this would be the life right here.
0: <laughs> yes. Do they only have one owner suite on the ship? Do you know? Or I don't think they more so. Than- I think they have more than one. More than one.
1: I do think they do. I never really got... The like the exact room category of that room because again it was not technically open for view it was just like some other people were going to look mm-hmm. at it quickly someone actually was staying in that room and they just mm-hmm. hadn't checked in yet
0: so you got to have a peek
1: at it <laughs> we just had we literally had like five minutes like that was though like mm-hmm. what the guy was like you guys have like five minutes just you know be quick and I was like okay I'm taking pictures nice, um, nice. but I do think they have a few different owners. Different categories. There, that one was the largest, but I think okay. there was another owner suite category that's not as large. But it was amazing, and then amazing. I'll let Courtney talk about the rest of the Haven because
2: yeah got so to
0: hang good. out. Because the Haven comes knew. with some major perks. Major yes. Perks.
2: It does. And part of that is exclusivity. You get your own private lounge. that have their own designated bar, beautiful private sun deck area mm-hmm. that, well, I convinced Colleen to go on this little tour. I was like, follow those people. <laughs> I was, Colleen bought everything. I didn't, I couldn't buy. She did the tours. I was too scared to do it. Yeah. She's the perfect traveling companion. Mm-hmm. I just sat at the bar, got a little drink. I was like, I got to just like blend in, be like mm-hmm. one of them. And then just kind of toward the deck, beautiful sunbeds, probably some of the best views on the ship, to be honest, a beautiful infinity edge pool Mm -hmm. that goes right over the bow of the ship. Gorgeous. And they have their own private restaurant as well. That's not on, that's, there's Haven categories on other Norwegian ships that don't have a private restaurant. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think most of the newer ships, they're trying to have that private restaurant in there. With the Haven, you get the 24-hour butler service. It's a private keyholder access area. So when we're talking about that that exclusivity, there's limited amount of suites so that, you know, you really, it's, you're kind of, you got your own ship, basically. You get also priority embarkation and priority dining and show reservations, which when we talk about the shows, I think that's key because I think some of the shows on the ship are going to be really, like,
0: people are really going to
2: want to go to. Normally you get to most, like, all the other stateroom categories get to reserve dining and shows 90 days before, but with Haven, it's 130 days before. And Club, for people that aren't necessarily wanting to go all the way up to the Haven, the Club level gets 125 days before access to dining. And oh, nice. That's kind of a nice plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it was just beautiful. They also had this beautiful, like, concierge desk where it's just like, I mean, on ask and you will receive it basically. Mm-hmm. It's dedicated just to you. Wow, you nice yeah so you don't have to go to guest services with everybody else so it was
1: amazing it was definitely the way to sail I I think their sun deck was gorgeous and their Mm -hmm. pool like Courtney said was just I mean I can't even imagine anything better than being in that pool with the infinity edge and overlooking just the ocean it's right there (laughs) yeah
0: and I would imagine it's not super crowded up there either so it makes it nice
1: Mm-hmm. yeah right because there's limited rooms um mm-hmm. and you cannot get in there unless you have the key card to i mean they have their own elevators yes. their own entrances yeah. like there's no yeah and everything looks really nice like it's just like you can tell when you like turn the corner and it's the haven elevator and you're like oh that's the haven elevator yeah, like, to
2: me. <laughs> i think i think they have their own entrance too to the spa and the gym area Wow. And they also get prior i forgot to mention priority seating at the shows so, so like I think, you know, if you come in and there's like spots that say reserved, that's probably for the Haven <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah.
1: You are truly a VIP if you stay in the Haven. Like just you're gonna have the best time. You <laughs> nice.
0: are very nice. Very nice. Well, let's dive into let's dive into dining. So I've seen the pictures and we have chatted about it and the food looks amazing. So we kind of maybe talk about your experiences and the different types of dining that you can do on this cruise ship. Cause there are a lot of options that are actually included that I think would surprise people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: no, there were not enough meals, like
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. more meals on this ship. Mm-hmm. There was only so much stomach space, but yeah, I was amazed at how much included dining there was. And a big part of that was because of the indulge food hall. Mm -hmm. So most cruise ships are going to have the buffet and then you have your main dining room, but this ship, the Prima has an additional dining venue called the indulge food hall. Mm -hmm. That's, it's not a buffet but it's it's similar it's similar in a way because there's like a little bit of everything you know all different types of cuisines and something for everyone but the setup is a little different where you sit at a table and you have a tablet with the menus that's at each of the different dining stations and you can order it right, then somebody brings it to you. So it's a, a oh, nice. an interesting hybrid
2: mm-hmm.
1: between like a buffet and like a, like a quick service, but you get, you get the food brought out to you. Mm-hmm. And there was just everything you could think, you know, if you wanted Indian food or Mexican food or seafood or a salad or soup, I mean, they just had a little of everything and that was included and it was really top-notch food. I mean, it was in each of the kitchens, was separate which is something that you don't find a lot like either in a buffet or even at like all-inclusive resorts when you have like all those different restaurants they all share a kitchen in the back but this was literally like you could see like each individual food area had its own kitchen and its own chefs making just that food um Mm -hmm. and it was very impressive
2: yeah I
0: imagine it would be popular too
2: Oh, totally! It reminded me of like if you ever go to like food truck festivals. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, like one of
2: the restaurants was actually like decorated like a like it looked like an actual food truck. Oh, fun! But it just reminds like oh, it's all different like just types of food. It's like a bunch of different food trucks, but it's easier because instead of having to go up to every one, you can just sit down and it comes to you. They did also have seating at the individual locations, and we found Mm -hmm. out that. If you sit in front of an individual like location, you can only order from that location. <clears throat> okay. Okay. But they have a, so much seating around. I mean, they know it's going to be popular because uh-huh. it's so much outdoor, beautiful outdoor seating and a lot of indoor seating as well in that area for people because it's and, and it's included. Yeah. I mean, there are some a la carte options mm. to purchase separately. There's some high-end desserts, some fancy Sundays, and then there's a Starbucks in there and that's a separate as well. But everything else is absolutely included.
0: Wow, that's, that's amazing. And I'm so glad that, that you have that option to do that. Um, I think it's froze here.
2: Okay. I think yeah. We
1: so there. you could get a cocktail or a beer or a mimosa in the morning, you know, so there was, it just gave it an elevated feel, but I was super impressed. And I also was impressed by the local bar and grill, which is another included food. And mm-hmm. I was also surprised that that was included, you know, that that was another option. And it was really just kind of like a bar. It was a sports bar. And then they, but they also had a section that was table service you know where you actually got sat at a table and there was wait staff and then they, they just had like really good bar pub mm-hmm. fare, burgers and hot dogs and chicken wings I had some chicken wings that were fantastic mm-hmm. pretzels and fries I can't even remember all of the things that we had but it was all good <laughs> it,
0: it sounds amazing I mean it I really sound sounds I'm like getting hungry
1: here. <laughs> I know, right? It's making me hungry. Well, yes. and the, the local was a very popular because it was the sports bar. Yeah, um, and they had multiple TVs and they played mm. you know, sporting events during the cruise. So, like you know, Sunday night, of course, it's football season. So, we we went to walk through there, and it was party central. Like that was where a lot I of people it. were hanging out watching the game.
0: Oh, nice! Uh, it, it was Great. a cool
1: place to hang out.
0: Mm-hmm. so how how was this table service like the so the main you guys did a specialty dining yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wish you could have done more specialty dining yes
1: oh it's like literally my only regret right is that we couldn't do any more i thought the main dining rooms were great they they were very elegant and had a very upscale feel to them mm. which i do find most cruise ships you know that i've been on have that like elegant feel but the food was delicious and we did eat at the main dining room for breakfast one time and then lunch another time and then dinner a couple of times but Mm -hmm. um it was and there too there's
2: two main dining rooms on most norwegian ships their their menus are very similar on this ship i feel like they were exactly the same
1: okay Uh, they were yeah there was just a couple things that were a little different so i'm not sure if that will change on other sailings it also didn't change night to night
2: yeah okay Um, on other, on the other Norwegian foods I went on, they, the menus were still kind of similar for both main dining rooms okay. and they did differ a little bit. There might be like a new offering on, if you went like on another day, but mm-hmm. they didn't change too much, Okay. but they also, but they still, but they have the buffet and they have, they always have some sort of like the local bar and grill, some sort of bar and grill with comfort food that's open 24 hours. Yeah. So there's other, you know, there's other options as well.
1: Yeah, but it was it, the main dining rooms. I thought were were lovely, and everything we ate at them was delicious. I mean, I had steak the first night, and then now I did one night have lamb chops, and that was an additional charge. So okay, there, so, so there can be like a couple of things that might be a little bit extra, and I think if I understand correctly, on the menu it said that it was a featured dish from one of the signature restaurants, which I'm assuming was maybe Cagney's. Mm-hmm. But so the the lamb chop dish that I got was actually a dish from one of the signature restaurants, which it, it's that it was a little bit of an extra
0: charge for that. But it wasn't there, bad. I mean, yeah, it was I was going to really- say, usually when they have that, it's usually not that I think it was like fifteen dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not it like a crazy. crazy. It's not like you're paying fifty dollars extra or anything. It's no, really no, expensive. no. It
1: was it was very it was very reasonable. But I think a big highlight, my, I mean, this was my first Norwegian cruise, but it felt to me like a, the big draw and highlight is the specialty restaurants, and yes. they're probably assuming, especially since if you book balcony or higher, you get the free at sea. You're going to get at least one complimentary dinner at a specialty Mm -hmm. restaurant and if it's a longer sailing you might get more that people will be eating at those restaurants and there's so many to choose from I mean I wanted to try all of them I'll be honest I really did (laughs) but we only could eat at one we had to Mm -hmm. only pick one it was like the hardest decision we literally had conversations leading up to the cruise trying to prioritize yeah. which specialty restaurant we were going to go with. Right. I mean, we had like a game plan, like going in, we're like, okay, if we can't get this one, we're going to go with this one. And it's, it's our first choice, mm. but we actually
0: got our first choice. We were
1: on it. So we were in the line. That's good.
0: That's what you got to do.
1: Yeah. We, and we yes. got it. But yeah, we went to Palomar, which is a brand new restaurant to the, the Prima is the only ship that has it. And which is why we decided we would eat at it and it's Mediterranean. With, with heavy emphasis on seafood okay. and it was it was fantastic I mean it was it was a very you know they say specialty dining but it really was a special dinner I felt like they really make it into a special dinner
0: okay I'm not a big seafood person but the food that you guys had looked amazing I
1: mean it didn't really have good. a steak
0: on the menu you know so yeah you, you
2: had. they also have when it comes to specialty dining, they, I think they have at least eight, maybe more options to choose from mm-hmm. on uh, that ship, lot. on all the, any ship. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, so, so, you know, there's so many different ones to choose from. Cagney's is their steakhouse that's on all the ships. It's very popular. I told Colleen, she's going to, you, you both are sailing in Hawaii. I know. Here, I'm waiting. So
1: I'll do Cagney's on the Pride of America. That.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But no, it's I mean, and they're all they're all just delicious. Everything was everything we had was amazing. and the service was incredible. Special little touch of like fresh grilled bread. Mm-hmm. With oh my God, that was so good. Fresh sage and too. I mean, it was just gorgeous. Everything was but awesome. I was wondering, Colleen, I wanted to ask you, yeah, I haven't actually sailed like Royal or anything yet. so I'm wondering how you think the freestyle dining compares to like the traditional cruise dining. Cause that's something that Norwegian really boasts is their freestyle experience. Like they're not locked into a time and all this stuff. So I'm wondering how you think. I
1: that. like it. I really do. Because honestly, when I, when I've gone on other cruises, choosing which dining time to go with is like stressful for me <laughs> because I don't know what it's, what I'm going to be like my schedule. And I will say that on other cruises where I am been locked into a dining time, it can make it difficult to plan other things. And maybe I miss out on something or don't get to do something mm. because if I did that, I wouldn't be done by the dinner time or my dinner time isn't going to be done by the time that starts. So um, I loved it. I was only worried that you had you would have to wait for a long, like, because on other cruise lines, some cruise lines do have like a my time dining. Mm-hmm. One, yeah, they do. Yeah. And there have been occasions where even though I had a set dining time, we got there late so (laughs) and you usually have to wait for a table but we did not experience that at all we never I mean well no that's not true when we went to the Commodore room we did have to wait we did yeah we did have to wait wait when we went there that was Mm -hmm. a smaller dining room but and we went at like peak dinner time we did yeah we, did. But but I we also still think- did not wait that long
2: i mean we just went to yeah. the bar and had a drink so we just yeah we waited i mean less than 30 minutes and yeah, was say say also was because of our sailing you know there was limited specialty you know you weren't able to have all the options that i think like on a normal sailing mm-hmm. you would and yeah. I think that's kind of why things got a little bit congested yeah. but normally i think it would be probably fine
1: yeah No. And I wonder if you can reserve a time because when we went to dinner with Jill, it seemed like she had a time reserved.
2: I bet you for some of like, I bet you like in the hangman, I bet you absolutely could reserve a time.
1: Yeah. Especially (laughs) if you're with a group of people, you know, you know, Oh, I got eight people or 10 people. You can set it up ahead of time to be there at you know, so they know they'll have a table yeah. ready for you. But, but yeah, I thought I, I was really impressed with their food. I really was. I thought it was really, oh, good. Good, really high quality.
0: Oh, good. Very good. That's good to know. Cause food's very important to people. And that's one of the reasons a lot of people do cruise because it's included with your package. Yeah. So they want to have like a really good meal. So I find that most cruise ships, have really good done some better than others but you know i find that most really do have a lot of options and great choices so well let's talk about the fun stuff as we start to wrap things up so you get a lot of fun things including shows and activities and we probably won't cover it all on today's so episode. much to come i mean it's yeah. really a
1: lot to cover it's, it, is. it is there is so much on this ship
0: yeah so so let's start with the slides because I did touch on that in the beginning that we were going to talk about that and then we'll dive into kind of the shows and other fun things so so they have a drop slide that Colleen did I did and they have another slide that both of you did
2: and that's right they
0: have the speedway and the ocean Walk. so we'll talk about that and then we could dive into that so let's share your experience. On the, I couldn't do the drop side. I'm sorry. I just
1: couldn't, <laughs> but it was phrase, not nearly as scary team. as you think it wasn't. It okay. wasn't as scary as you think I promise. Okay. But yeah, it's very interesting. So they're both dry slides. We should say mm-hmm. too. So the drop side is a dry slide. It's not a water slide and it's just a, it's not that bad of a drop. It's not like a full just drop slide. Um, mm-hmm but the floor does, you know, come out from under you and you go, but then it's a tube, but then it's like a tube and you go around. Right. And it was really fun and very popular for sure. And I was thinking, you know, I hope maybe they'll do this if Eventually they should have shirts. Like you should be able to buy a shirt that says like, I survived the drop or something.
0: Uh, That would be good. That would be good. I would have bought that shirt. I'm just saying Norwegian, if you're listening.
1: I know, <laughs> the I mean, you. honestly, I would have liked it to have gone a little faster, I will say. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I think it's pretty like family friendly, like kid friendly, you know, I think that even though you guys are afraid of it, like, I really <laughs> think if you went on it, you would be
0: surprised. Like, oh, it wasn't that, it wasn't really that scary. Um, I think it's the control issue because you can't push the button of knowing when it's going to drop so you're in there and it counts down it says like four
1: three two Ooh. one yeah. and then it beeps and then it drops so you know yeah. it's coming
2: you're you do but Colleen your face looked like you were literally walking the plank like you were walking to your death I was like Colleen <laughs> you so death.
1: funny you do realize that part of that was just for dramatic effect right like <laughs> oh, were, oh, I knew oh, you okay. were filming me and I wanted to make good footage, you know. Yes. So I I hammed it up a little bit, but I, I wasn't sure. really that scared. I in, really was. You channeled your acting
0: skills into that. Yeah,
1: I was definitely <laughs> like I knew you were filming, and I was trying to be like, oh my god. This but, mm. but it was it was not. I wasn't that scared, which funny because I've been to water parks mm-hmm. that have drop water slides, and I would never in a million years do those. Like I would never. I was like, nope, not doing it. But I did this one. It was fine. And then the other one we did was the Rush, which is mm. supposed to be like a dueling, like racing slides. But when we went, the, one of the slides wasn't open because it was being cleaned. So we had to take turns going down the same slide. But
2: that was, so Courtney went on that one, right? I did on that one because I had heard through the grapevine that it wasn't as, it wasn't so fast. And I was like, nice. okay, another cool thing about the dry slides is that you're not just kind of like, by, you're not just like in the slide by yourself. They give you like a little blanket that you're like kind of wrapped in and you hold on to. And so you go down in that. And I don't know if that mitigated some of the speed, but it was, the brush slide was totally doable. I was filming the whole way down. I'll have to like oh, nice. post that. She um,
0: did.
1: She was yeah. a pro. I was like, well, I didn't even think to film the whole way. Oh
0: yeah. Well, um, fun. You'll have to send the video so we can see. Yeah, I will.
2: I will. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Both slides dropped down 10 decks. Oh. So it's, they're really fun. And then we also got to try the go-karts, which I feel like is very unique to Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun. And really they yeah. were
1: more fun than I expected them to be. Like I've gone on go-karts before, but maybe these ones were better. Like mm-hmm. I thought, the track was amazing, and the go karts go like I mean, they're no, they don't really go that fast, I guess, but feel faster than some other go karts.
2: I it feels fast. I read somewhere that like I think they go up to twenty. They cap. They can go up to fifty miles per hour, but Norwegian oh. capped it at like twenty seven ish miles an hour. Okay. I must have been going like ten miles an hour because that's <laughs> last. But I was there. Like,
1: times I wish I could go faster. I was like trying to get around people, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, come on. Like really, you know, pressing the gas down. But I honestly, like, I mean, I knew it would be fun, but I didn't know I would have that much fun on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have gone on it again. Like I would have done that multiple times. I really would have, yeah. but I'm very competitive. I was like, very, I didn't look at the number of my car. This is what you have to make sure you look at the number of your car when you get in it, because it's behind you. hmm Um, so when you're like, like I didn't look, and then when I got out, I just walked out and then I was like, oh shoot, what number am I? Cause they put on the leaderboard um, how fast everybody went. So you can see like your fastest lap. And then of course they list it in order of who went fastest. And I didn't know where I didn't know which one I was. No. I kind of guessed, but I, I would like, like to
0: see you and Dana compete on that one. Oh, that oh would be God. so much fun. God, I
1: fun. it might be bad. We might like end up <laughs> crashing or something. Because
2: yeah. you'll be there's also, there's also a really cool like observation deck. Um yeah. with, oh, my. if Dana and Colleen competed, that's where I would be yes, um, on be. the observation deck. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they have these laser guns to make it a super interactive experience for everyone where you can kind of if you aim it at certain cars, you can give the car a speed boost. Ooh, yeah, so you
1: shoot that car, it'll make that person have a little boost. Ooh. And then there's yeah. another board that shows the people up there with the laser guns how well they did, like how many shots they did. Oh, the they did. Yeah. nice. It's, it's, really, very it's, it's very competitive. It's very
2: competitive. So fun. One tip I'll say is do not bring a bag with you. I, some people care. Yeah. I don't carry bags on the ship, but- some people carry like a little bag with them and they had not to. Allowed. Colleen, Colleen, didn't you have to go all the way down? Yeah, I had to go back, back. to our stateroom and bring my yes. bag back. Yeah. So for any of the slides, any of the Speedway stuff, because they're not going to hold it for you there. They just don't mm. want to have that. Yeah, liability yeah. you can't
1: bring anything on the car with you and there's yeah. nowhere to mm-hmm. store stuff. So yeah.
2: Yeah. And you do so. have
1: to have closed toed shoes. And clothes heeled like you have like sneakers you really need yes. to have like sneakers
2: yeah. they will let you go on with flip-flops or sandals or anything. Oh good to know. Yeah for any of that especially for the warmer cruises I mean we mm-hmm. obviously can't prepare because it was cold on our cruise but yeah if people come up in like bathing suits mm-hmm. and flip-flops no they'll send Yeah you, out. Can't, you can't. Yeah
0: good to know well how were the shows so did you get to see a couple of them or just one or we, two? we saw all the shows right? saw all the shows we did we to
2: see all the shows in the main in the main theater the, nice. theater. the main theater donna summer and noise boys were kind of like more of the broadway-ish type mm-hmm. donna yes. summer is straight from broadway noise voice is more of a like an unique to Norwegian, a beatbox tap show. Nice. Um, both were amazing. Donna Summer, the voices were incredible. And they had Donna Summer like three different year ages of her life. So cool. Yeah, so I've cool. seen the show. So
0: it's amazing. Oh, have you? yeah,
2: oh, yeah. Okay. Not I but I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah. Donna Summer, we were like, she looked like she was 10 years old. Yes. But apparently she was actually 20. Well, she really
1: was 20 wow something. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Was, she was the talk of the ship. Like we actually like ran into multiple people. Mm. We were like what do you think? Is that like a kid? Like, is she a kid or is she, and, yeah. and someone said they actually found out that she's actually was in her twenties. And mm-hmm. I was like, no. And then we actually saw her one night when they didn't have the show. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was like all dressed up and they were like going out to dinner. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the girl from the Donna Summer show. And she actually looked like,
2: okay, yeah, I could see she's 20 something, but. Okay.
0: But the highlight
2: was Price is Right. Oh I my see. gosh.
0: Yeah. That would be so fun. Interactive
2: game shows that they're bringing to the ship are just a level up. I mean, it was the most fun experience.
0: It was um, so cool. Um, so I have a question. It was legit. What? I have a question on the prices, right? Yeah. So if you get picked, do you actually win like a legit prize, or is it more for fun? And and no, there's real prizes. Oh, yeah. No,
1: no. It's like I mean, it was. I I can't even, I'm geeking out about it, but it was like, I didn't know what to expect, you know? Because I'm assuming, oh, they're calling it prices, right? They must have like rights, you know, like copyright rights to do it. Right. But everything from the podiums that the contestants go up to and like, bid on you know like the beginning they bring something out and they all have to bid and whoever gets clo- you know the right price gets to go up nice that was all like exactly like the show the the music the microphones the games they had plinko like actual plinko oh my goodness that'd be fun um, they did the cliffhanger game with the little yodel guy like it was it was legit the real stuff and they then had the um, wheel at they the end? end they had the oh wheel
0: so they did goodness. do it yeah. a
1: little it was a little different the the setup of the game, but like yes, yeah, so once the person got to go up, they got to play whatever game it was for that round. And they were actually playing for a prize. And it's did anyone prize. actually win the prize? Or
2: so okay. So the biggest prize at the end is the the whole showcase showdown when they right. show you all of the things. Yes. And they started out kind of small. They had, it was like a movie theme and they right. had like an old-fashioned popcorn machine, a fun Coke machine, because now Norway's over to Coke products. So mm. there was Oh, push-
0: no, yeah.
2: Yeah. And then they had a beautiful flat screen TV. Yeah. And then the biggest prize was a Corvette. <gasps> yeah, a Corvette. Oh my.
1: Like a brand new Corvette.
0: Oh my. And but, the-
2: so the
1: difference oh. was there's only one showcase. for There was yeah. only one- because on the real prices, right, there's two, right? Okay, and so the person can yeah. either bid yeah. or pass it. Mm-hmm. There was just the one and they each had to guess. Oh. And in order to win the Corvette, you had to be within like $150. Yeah, you had price. to get
2: really close. Uh, it was, you had small, to be yeah. really
1: close to win the Corvette. Yeah. But the person did win the TV.
2: She goes, yeah, the person won the TV. She was within like a couple thousand dollars. Okay. And they, they did like four, I think in total, like four rounds of yeah. uh, different people. So two dozen people got called up and got to play, which I mean, doesn't seem like a lot when it comes to the theater, but it actually, I mean, that's kind of awesome. Like two dozen people, every show get to go up and play and it's yes. called at random. And that's if you're in the show, it's fair game. Like if you're going to the show, you could get called yes. so be prepared or be Basically. like me and be ready to give your name tag to <laughs> your and <laughs> that in. was her
1: plan cool. to give it to me, and I had to pretend to be her. But yeah, because when you get to the show, you check in and they scan your mm-hmm. key card, and then they give you a the sticker, and it's just like on the Price is Right, and they and they write your name on it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody who participated got a T-shirt. Yeah, oh, that's fun. Got a T-shirt. Yeah, I, which I was like so of. jealous of.
2: Yeah,
1: they that got a T-shirt.
2: Awesome. And then if you didn't win the prize, like there were some people that didn't win because they had little prizes like throughout the game like they had like they gave away a nice pair of head beats headphones right, right?
0: Ooh, that's and nice. they
2: didn't win they still got some sort of goodie bag and I don't know exactly what it was in that goodie bag yeah but. we don't know but that yeah anybody who got up
1: on stage got that's a. something
0: bag
2: if they didn't win the prize prize
0: I but it was it was that. so
1: fun like I don't okay. know I would need to go back and I need to figure out how to get picked to go up on stage but do
0: they do prices right every night or is it on select nights on our sailing so they
1: just did two it was one night and they had okay. two shows
2: yeah okay. but i bet you it's going to be similar to other sailings um mm. if you're longer sailings i bet you'll have more chances to go but they all because like again they they also are going to have some sort of main show like a donna summer or North. Right, right. so they're alternating right. And they did two a night. So they have an earlier show at like six yeah. thirty. Yeah, and then they a you know, later show. So yeah, it's definitely going to be a huge draw for people. Mm-hmm. They're also going to start unveiling a supermarket sweep on other
0: shit later,
2: so and that's gonna—I I can't even imagine how good that that's going to be. I mean, there's going to be actual aisles of. Food and things to get. People are gonna be running up and down.
0: I would blush. It would be hilarious.
2: Oh my gosh! That would be fun. And the best part—I mean, not the best part, but a fun part—is you get to. There's like a bar before you get to have your drink. There's servers coming up and down the aisles before the show. So like you're enjoying your cocktail. So if you are nervous like me, you know, get some liquid courage and Mm. get there and start bidding. (laughs)
0: Oh Oh my god, that would be fun. fun. That would be fun. Well, it sounds like it's an amazing shift and wow. it's an incredible cruise. And a, I mean, you could just be on the ship all day and not even get off and, and have a fantastic time. So, if you are looking for more information about the Norwegian Prima or just Norwegian Cruise Line in general, make sure you reach out to the agents at Mystical Dream Travel. And be sure to subscribe, follow us, and like us wherever you listen to your podcast. And make sure you check us out on social on social media, but also on YouTube is what I meant to say. We do have a YouTube channel, so you could watch us live, on, or not live, or in video. I can't talk today. So be sure to check us out. And thank you so much for listening. And may all your vacations be excellent extra magical.